0: Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast by a Scooby and a newbie. The money, honey, Hellmouth. No,
0: no, no. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Season two! Whoa.
1: Get hype, motherfuckers! Woo! We done it! Yeah! Oh, season two.
0: Episode and 1.
1: what a mediocre episode we have to start it off. I'm excited, are you?
0: Oh, you think this is bad? Wait till episode 2. Oh no.
1: <laughs> I didn't think it was bad, just like boring and moody.
0: Oh, moody as fuck. So, uh, this episode is entitled When She Was Bad. It's a very fitting Season title. Season 2,
1: episode 1. Yeah.
0: So, the air date on this guy is September 15th, 1997.
1: Still in 97? Yeah.
0: So, I think, I mean, that makes sense. Because Mm -hmm. season one was so short, so they did kind of like a mid-season start for it. Yep. So this is like a lot of Buffy in 1997. I mean, we've already kind of discussed how we feel about it, but let's let's jump right in there.
1: Oh, let's do. We see Xander and Willow. They have had a pretty boring summer, and they're being ridiculously cute.
0: God damn it, Willow's adorable.
1: She is the cutest human.
0: Oh, they're so cute. Okay, well, so... I'm, like, pretty 50-50 on Xander in this one. I would say I have both feelings about Yeah, he goes from being, I hate this character, ew, to, like, aw, it's the Xander we know and love. Cracking those witty Joss (laughs) one-liners. You know, it's not like he starts one way and then the other half of the episode is the other way. It just... Nope. Yeah. Right, so we start off with Xander still being into Buffy.
1: Yeah, I'm just so over this subplot. I cannot express... How little I care about the Xander likes Buffy plot.
0: Like I thought so I thought we'd resolved it, then we hadn't. and then it seemed like we'd resolved it again and we still and haven't. We
1: hadn't. And I think at the end of this episode it seems like we've resolved it, but I'm pretty sure we haven't.
0: Guess we're gonna find out. There, there's a very obvious scene in the middle of the episode where you're kind of like, I guess this is why they still wanted Xander to be on this train, but I I just can't think of a better reason than like why? Why? For conflict? Why?
1: So I am not new to this series, but I've only watched it once before and that was a long time ago. I've had really spotty memory on a lot of the episodes and even like the central themes of an episode. For this one, I actually remembered this scene as we open up. I was like, wait a minute. Does that ice cream that Xander's <laughs> eating end up on Willow's nose? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. And then, yes, I was right. It's a pretty strong visual. I guess. For some reason, that stuck with me. It's interesting. Did Nothing anything else? Nothing else about know? this episode, no. <laughs> you were just no, all about that not ice cream even slightly.
0: <laughs> That's the only thing that came <laughs> back. I don't know. Oh, God, they're being so cute and flirty, and he puts the ice cream on her nose, then like... Jokingly goes to lick it off. And then they almost kiss. <laughs> what are we doing?
1: Just after he was talking about how he's still into Buffy, yeah, they almost kiss. It's
0: been like a, it's been like a minute.
1: Not even. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so incongruous. Like, Xander, what, are you listening to yourself? And he's the one who goes for it, too. Yeah,
0: because he's joking around. And then he's kind of like, oh, well, I'm bored, so let's do this. Like, is that... <laughs> Is that what this is?
1: Yeah, I mean, Buffy's probably never coming back. Xander doesn't have object permanence. <laughs> She's out of his sight. She doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but hey, look, Willow's right in my sight line.
0: Actually, you know what? We should test this theory. Let's let's keep that in the back <laughs> of our minds. Trying to figure out whether or not Xander has object permanence. But yeah, so they're about to kiss. And then uh, the moment is ruined by vampire face.
1: Motherfucking vampire cock block.
0: Damn it, vampire. And I think, is that the end of the cold open?
1: No, the end of the cold open is when Buffy shows up, saves Xander and Willow, and stakes the vampire on a tree. And, exciting news, Buffy has better hair now.
0: Her hair is much better.
1: Significant improvement in quality. So,
0: is it blonder? You can't really tell Uh, in this initial scene. Like, it's definitely shorter. Yeah. But it seemed blonder to me. Or like... Maybe she just has before she had like low lights and now she has poor highlights. I don't know.
1: She has different hair. It's and different, it's better hair. It's
0: good hair. Good job. Yeah. Uh Xander is looking pretty good in this episode too, I have to say. Hmm. Not looking like a high school kid, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Hell no. And uh she's still wearing rings. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, I didn't notice that. Because they're not gigantic.
1: They are normal She has a huge ring collection, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You never see her in the same rings twice.
0: Well, she does a lot of shopping, as we'll learn later. I think that Buffy might actually
1: be bringing the vampires back to Sunnydale because they were nowhere to be seen for the entire summer, apparently. She shows up and they immediately start attacking the Scoobies.
0: Yeah, like zero vampires. Buffy shows up. At least one vampire. And then we see a vampire cult. Like, Yeah, yeah she's bringing them back to Sunnydale. Yes. <laughs> what happened here? No, that's all the data we need to prove that Buffy is the reason that there are vampires.
1: I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah. We learned that the master's bones were buried in this big ceremony with some holy water and some robes and very fancy things.
0: Yeah, uh, some sweet consecrating that ground. They mm-hmm. they bring up the master and Buffy is like clearly pretty uncomfortable just yeah, super at like the mention of him. And they're they're going along, Xander's being a dick, being like, Oh, this summer was no fun at all without you. All I do is hang up with stupid Willow. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, God. But that's basically what he says. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. And it's still pretty pretty nineties uh fashion happening for sure. Mm-hmm. Between, oh, yeah. like, you know, whatever, May and September when this is coming out, fashion did not change significantly.
1: <laughs> no. And I don't think we see any, like, sweaters tied around the waist. But That's true. there's some good stuff. We can fly through a lot of this early stuff because it's basically, oh, Buffy's uneasy with the master. She didn't have a necessarily great summer because she had just died. Yeah. And we're back to school.
0: And we kind of have to, like, set up everyone again quickly, set up you know, quickly what their relationships are to one another, just in case you didn't watch season one, I assume.
1: We really do have to retread all of the grounds (gasps) that we have gone over.
0: Yeah, and that's probably a big part of what makes this feel very slow.
1: Yeah, we see Cordelia again, and she is wearing some really bright blue clothing.
0: (laughs) It's very bright blue. Is her
1: hair lighter? (sighs)
0: Maybe? Maybe.
1: I cannot tell her apart from Buffy in this episode. That's crazy. Because all white girls look alike, apparently. (laughs) And I guess I'm just going off of the hair, mostly. So Cordelia's hair is more Buffy-like, and Buffy's hair is different or something? I don't know. When Cordelia came on screen, I was like, why is Buffy talking like this? (gasps) Oh, that's not her.
0: They look so different.
1: Uh, no, they don't. You're
0: crazy. Wow. <laughs>
1: am I? Or am I the only sane one here?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's 50-50 either way. <laughs> so, who's we to say? We see Giles
1: have a fun scene with our favorite Ferengi, oh. Principal Snyder. Peace nigh.
0: Yo, they should just hang out all the time having scenes <laughs> together. Because it's so great. Giles can just be like the totally straight man peace night <laughs> is going on about the children referring and how much... to children as locusts <laughs> he hates them so much oh so man. much that's great
1: uh, he is the best Rangi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah He's complaining about all these hormonal little shit bags and how they can't keep it in their pants. And J. Cal shows up to talk to Giles. J. Cal's got some terrible hair now. Her hair
0: is so bad. Oh, my God. It's terrible. God. What
1: happened to it?
0: So it's much shorter and she has horrible bangs.
1: Yeah. She's got bad ideas about what to do with her hair. Yeah. But Giles is like, oh, my gosh, I can't even talk. J-Cal's here again. I haven't seen you in so long. I get so nervous.
0: So in the last episode, uh, when I basically told you that this was going to be a thing, I was kind of like, oh no, I've I've ruined the surprise. And then this happened. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's no surprise at all to ruin.
1: There's no surprise at all. It's also built up hugely in season one. Like the first time we see J-Cal, she's basically flirting with Giles while also arguing with him. She
0: does, yeah, say that weird dangling thing to him. Yeah. They're, they're pushing it real hard. And, uh, I mean, Giles at least looks great. Oh, yeah. She looks He's got ridiculous with her hair. He's got a
1: hella good red and white polka dot tie. Yeah, he
0: does. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> I like that you're on the G train, too.
1: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but while we may be thrilled to see Giles and Willow and Xander might be thrilled to see him, Buffy's not so thrilled.
0: No, she's really not thrilled to see anyone at this point. She's, no, because she's, she's just, a moody teen. She's already already being pretty moody. Okay, a couple things. Before we get to Buffy, uh, J. Cal talks about doing Burning Man, which I thought was <laughs> the exact sort of thing a techno pagan would do. And then I found out, seconds later, that I stole G-Man from Xander. Yeah. And I was yeah, horrified did. because I didn't know about that one.
1: <laughs> I don't think you made up J. Cal at this point. I don't <laughs> think you did anything original for this. <laughs>
0: I think I made up J.K.L. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sure. How can I know? Oh, they God. probably
1: call Principal Snyder peace Snyder all the time.
0: You know what? I don't know what I should do, but I should have to do something if they ever say peace Snyder. <laughs> like, I yes, don't know.
1: There will be repercussions.
0: <laughs> I'll think of something. Like, I don't know, uh. dress up as a Ferengi? I don't know. <laughs> Right. Right. So yeah, Buffy's like, oh, hi, it's Giles. I hate the world and everyone.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Willow gets a good chance to say vampire in a really loud voice in the school. Yeah,
0: she yells vampire. She really (laughs) does. Buffy killed a vampire last night. Slaying some vampires! And then Buffy has a sarcastic comment to make, of course. Yeah, Buffy, you're not fucking blameless here. No. You talk about vampires all the time. But now it's a problem, apparently. Ugh, They're calling out for like the first time ever, basically. Poor Willow. Speaking
1: of problems, did you see Buffy's shirt in this scene?
0: I don't know. Oh, wait, is this the one where she's... It's like a weird long shirt. It's
1: a long shirt, but it has tiny fish embroidered <laughs> all over it. All over the front. Not on the back.
0: Uh... And it's like this
1: white semi-transparent shirt that you can see her undershirt through well i think it's with like fish all over the front she's
0: wearing like a purple dress under
1: it oh and then the maybe. shirt is
0: like more than shirt length it's a strange outfit that's for sure
1: anyway they gotta do some training because button has oh. been away all summer in la and it's time to get back into shape
0: her stunt double is ripped <laughs> like her
1: stunt double is crazy ripped
0: her stunt double is in amazing shape
1: <laughs> Also not that easy to tell that it's a stunt double. I, the body shape is different, but yeah. Other than that, yeah.
0: Like height-wise, like, they're 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 very close for sure.
1: And they just slapped a wig on her and yeah, they, done.
0: I mean, the yeah, the stunt double has really like a lot wider shoulders, I think, just because mm-hmm. of uh, like her obvious insane upper body strength.
1: And holy shit, I'm just looking at her, her arms. Like, <laughs> they're they're holy
0: crazy. Crap. When she's punching Oh, I would thing. kill for
1: arms like that. <laughs> Holy crap.
0: Her arms are amazing. Oh my god, they're amazing.
1: We get to set up the conflict for this episode, other than Buffy just being a giant douche canoe.
0: I mean, that's most of the conflict for this episode.
1: Yeah, but there's some other stuff. And, then and it's vampires.
0: vampires. Ayo! Ayo!
1: <laughs> Daylight come, uh. and I want to go home. Because <laughs> we got Ayo here. The Anointed One, the creepy child from last season who did not die and is back to stir up more trouble in Sunnydale, a la Vampires.
0: He's the little tiny king of this vampire cult.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's got a little vampire cult. And again, after not having any problems with vampires, now Buffy's back and there's a cult of vampires? Are you kidding? Mm, Yeah, Buffy, I'm sure you're not causing any of this. Whatever.
0: Was was Ao wearing that sinister turtleneck before
1: (laughs) i don't think we've ever seen him in the sinister turtleneck before it's a good turtleneck it's really
0: sinister right
1: oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like evil steve jobs
0: yeah and his because he's got that like creepy hair and everything it's very 90s hair but it makes him look creepy it looks kind of like uh jonathan taylor thomas yes home improvement oh man 12 year old me was all about that jtt (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm sure you are not alone in that.
0: I was not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So this not.
1: vampire cult that we see, probably very important, very long running. And we know that because the head vampire in the cult, other than Ao, is definitely named, right?
0: It's funny because the only reason that I'm aware that he has a name is in the, like, the post-credits when they're kind of showing the like special appearance people that they're not extras, but they're not like main people. They, he gets like a, it's this guy as Absalom or something.
1: (laughs) I think Absalom is right. (laughs) I don't think we ever hear it in the episode.
0: though. (laughs) No, no one says it, but he has a name so important that they put it on the screen at one point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we've got a cult of vampires that will definitely be showing up again because they're all super important and fleshed out characters. Well,
0: yeah, and then they're it's the harvest, right? That's that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's the harvest, but they're bringing someone back.
0: It's it's not super clear. I don't know. He was talking a lot, and I was just thinking about Ao, so I wasn't really <laughs> listening to what he was saying.
1: <laughs> but yeah, they vampires. They're up to no good. Started causing trouble in the neighborhood, and we get a nice old prophecy dream. Uh, Buffy talks about having prophecy dreams while brooding harder than Owen, <laughs> if we remember that guy.
0: Oh, she's, yeah, she, I mean, she could give Angie a run for his money on this brooding.
1: Oh, man, she's super broodful.
0: She's also wearing a tiny ring in this scene, <laughs> in case you wondered. She's, like, all about the tiny rings. and Constant I just, rings. I need to bring up Willow's matching shirt and cardigan.
1: Oh, I didn't notice those. Like,
0: it looks like it's all one sweater, but no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it is a shirt... That is, it's kind of like a cream color and it has things embroidered on it. And then she's wearing a cardigan that is identical. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's the same material. Nice. Xander gets to make a creepy joke about being the friends of her bosom. And I'm like, oh, so Xander's even creepy in (laughs) Buffy's dreams slash nightmares, whatever.
1: Yeah, because we soon find out that although we have some cute dialogue between Xander and Willow, this is a prophecy dream or not a prophecy dream, just a nightmare uh giles comes up and starts choking the shit out of buffy
0: i love creepy giles holy god oh, yeah. so into it yeah. turns out he was the master the entire time she rips off his giles mask. face oh no yep.
1: yeah but then she wakes up and holy <laughs> shit she just woke up out of a nightmare an angel standing in her room yeah,
0: he's how long has he been there <laughs> Like This
1: is so not okay. I'm making a joke about it, but he just standing just in her room watching her sleep. Like, And then when she wakes up and is like, Angel, she's like, mind if I come in?
0: And you're like, literally, have you been there for hours? We can't be sure. What time is it?
1: Oh, so not okay.
0: So she's, she's really snippy with him, which he deserves yes.
1: for sure. Oh, absolutely. He showed up in her bedroom.
0: So he's allegedly there to warn her about...
1: Oh, yeah. We've we got another cryptic warning from Angie. Glad to see the show is moving on so much from season one.
0: And, like, I think that was the worst part for me, was that he he was lurking in her room for an undisclosed amount of time so that he could give her a cryptic warning.
1: Yeah. like This brings us into our first segment of the evening. Ooh. Retreading old ground.
0: Well, the commissioners convinced this debacle happened... Because you weren't doing the same undercover student thing you did the first time. She doesn't get that it's always worse the second time around. You settle into worn-out roles. One gets possessive, the other runs away. You begin a slow, painful unraveling, as all of the good things that came before begin to be crushed by the trash compactor of sadness. That doesn't sound like us. I mean... (laughs) I'm getting a divorce. Do the same thing as last time.
1: Everyone's happy.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: So, we are 15 minutes into this episode. What have we seen? We've seen cryptic Angie. Yep. Prophecy dream slash nightmare. Yep. Xander pining for Buffy. <laughs> Cordy bitching about unimportant things and ignoring the Scoobies.
0: Willow pining and for Xander.
1: Willow pining for Xander. Yep. And, like, Giles being concerned for Buffy. Like, this is literally just... All of season one condensed into 15 minutes that we can go over again.
0: I don't know, you know, in terms of like the network and everything, how popular was season one versus maybe they put it on at a better time for season two. So maybe they really felt like they needed to make it as accessible as possible.
1: I can only hope that's what's happening.
0: Because we're also talking about like a mid-season start versus like, this is like prime time season start, you know, Mm mid-September. Like, yeah, that's when like the real shit starts. But for anyone
1: who's seen this show before, this is fucking interminable. And it (laughs) takes a third of the episode to just be like, hey, remember these things that we did in season one? We're still doing them. It's really like a a wrapping up. This feels like a season one episode.
0: It's just wrapping
1: up some things that happened in season one.
0: Plus Buffy being the worst. Yeah. Which then begs the question, if this is the first episode you've seen, aren't you like, man, this main character sucks.
1: She's, <laughs> right. she's, she's terrible. <laughs> Holy
0: God. Also, her eyebrows are getting kind of thin because the closer we get to 2,000, the smaller everyone's eyebrows are going to get, Dave.
1: <laughs> I mean, Nicholas Brendan has some ways to go there. I just scrolled past a shot of him with... <laughs> Ridiculously large eyebrows.
0: Those are just his eyebrows. You leave Nikki uh-huh. alone. <laughs> now, that's not me either. People do generally call him Nikki.
1: Well, I know now that you do nothing that's original, so <laughs> fair.
0: Right, why would you ever think... Right, so she gets snippy, and Angel's all like, fine, I guess I'll leave. I didn't want to be here anyways. I've oh, already God. been here for hours. <laughs> and then he's all like, I miss you. And when she turns back to say that she missed him too, he gives her that sweet, sweet batman disappearing act.
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, he's just gone. <laughs> he Batmans are so window. hard.
0: Oh my God.
1: This brings back my point about like, <laughs> hey, get locks on your fucking windows.
0: <laughs>
1: hide your kids, hide your wives.
0: <laughs> Mostly vampires can't come in though, I guess. Right. Yeah.
1: So we get to see Buffy in some glorious high-waisted green slacks.
0: They're very high-waisted. Slacks is a good word. Yeah. And she's got like a tucked in, tucked in white tank top. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was also, before this, on like her way to school, she's wearing those sunglasses again, Dave.
1: Oh my God. The fucking round sunglasses. Oh God. Why does she
0: still have those? She's going to wear them Uh, multiple times this episode anyways.
1: We see Cordy actually talking to the Scoobies and she's like, hey, are we slaying more demons now? That was, uh, that seemed like important stuff last year. She kind
0: of like seems oddly into it. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. She's like, I think she had a good time, you know?
1: She's real chatty. She has totally different hair. I swear. Like, I don't (laughs) know. I can't get over this. I can't tell her and Buffy apart now.
0: That's, that's crazy it's so crazy they look the same my question about what what cora was saying in this scene so she's like oh and that master guy was so creepy literally all she knows about the master is that he fell through the ceiling onto a thing and died
1: yeah that's it like that's That's it right the entire time she saw him
0: (laughs) yeah she saw him alive for (laughs) seconds maybe
1: if that if that almost certainly not
0: and so then I'm like, why is, how does she even
1: know who the master is? <laughs> yeah, how much of an explanation did she get on this stuff?
0: But she seems does to Does she just... know
1: that Buffy died?
0: <laughs> she seems to just constantly know everything immediately, right?
1: Oh, yeah. But she's super friendly with the Scoobies now, or <laughs> at least relative to how she was before.
0: She, like, kind of pretends to insult them, I guess. Yeah, but
1: it's good, because now they can be friends and we can sort of move on from that bully thing. But then a instead, bit at least. Buffy
0: is going to
1: be mean. Oh my god, she's just <laughs> fucking worst. So um, we cut to the bronze. Yeah. And have a scene that I'm pretty sure is lifted just completely from a previous episode. <laughs> because we see Willow and Xander sitting in the bronze. Xander is waiting impatiently for Buffy to show up. Willow's trying to get his attention and I'm like, I don't know, episode 11? maybe episode 12 sometime in there we saw exactly the same thing like it's just it's going over everything that's happened before
0: i think it is actually episode 12 because it's at the beginning and then she's slow-mo fighting that vampire instead of coming to the bronze right yeah.
1: yep that's exactly it
0: yeah no this is that exact scene except willow tries to do the adorable nose thing again with the right the and foam. it doesn't work or is it foam or no. is it yeah anyway. i thought it was like yogurt it, or might something. Be yogurt. it doesn't matter and. Xander just doesn't even notice it. Uh, and then Willow's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Every poor time Willow. Willow's sad, it just breaks my damn heart.
1: We also see the bad guys up to no good. <gasps> They're digging up T-Mast's shallow grave, and consecrated ground is not good for vampires. But Ao don't care. Uh, the ground is consecrated. It burns.
0: Dig. Yeah, they just really do whatever that little that little dude wants.
1: It makes sense. He's promising that all of the bad things that happen to them can be undone. That's true. He can bring T.E.Mast back, and that would be a good thing.
0: So yeah, they got to get them some Master Bones. Yep. This whole time I really felt like there was something better I could be calling them than Master Bones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is.
1: It does make me sad that I don't think we're going back to the Master Batorium anytime soon. <laughs>
0: I think that we ship has there, sailed, though. Dave.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with the time we had with it.
0: Well, no, he left it. It's just a butorium now. We've been over this. <laughs> and that's Aww. oddly much harder to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Buffy does show up at the bronze.
0: <laughs> Everyone's least favorite scene, right?
1: Yep. I really disliked this scene. Yeah, I, she does show up at the bronze. Uh, Good times.
0: And Angie's Finds
1: angel there. Yep. He's, yeah,
0: he's lurking as he does.
1: I really shouldn't call him Angel. He is Angie to a T at this point because he's so brooding and cryptic and just yeah. not an interesting character. He doesn't deserve Angel.
0: And so he tries huh. to say hi to her, but then she's being a jerk, just like yep. the rest of this episode. She's a massive bitka to him. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Anyways. Uh
1: Yeah, she's like, oh, I don't need you, Angie. uh, Hey, Xander, you want to dance with me? uh, Yeah, you do. Let's sexy dance. uh, (laughs) To make Angie jealous. It's painful to watch.
0: Yeah, and so it's painful just because it's so awkward. Uh And it's literally hurting everybody involved.
1: Yeah, Xander's not even into it.
0: No, he's confused as hell.
1: He's confused, and he can tell that something's going on. He's not stupid, so, yeah, exactly. No, he's really like, oh, this is bad, isn't it? And Willow looks he so know betrayed. Exactly why. Oh my god, uh, Willow is just destroying uh, me. Her face, Oh, terrible. Yeah, and I mean, Buffy knows what she's doing. Yeah, to both of them, she's just being unnecessarily cruel.
0: It, it, it is. It's just pure cruelty on her part because she's doing it to make Angel jealous so her initial intention is bad and then she's just yeah. hurting everyone else involved and really yeah. what's she getting out of it because Angel's probably not buying it, he's not stupid either, right?
1: I think this brings us into our second segment which is simply called Deliver Me From Teenagers.
0: Teleport to us
1: five overbearing and over humans. No, not that, not teenagers. That's correct, Alpha. I was afraid of that. Alpha, we just escaped
0: a team of teenagers with attitude. <laughs> right. So
1: Cordy calls Buffy out on being bitch of the year.
0: Yeah, on all Cordy her shit. And Cordy is being
1: a way better character at this point. I, I'm so team Cordy, which I did not expect to happen.
0: No, and I mean, we've done kind of a full 180 from last season at this point.
1: Cordy was never this mean, though. No. Or she tried to have fun with being mean, at least, Like, I'm not sure that's better, but it's more interesting to watch.
0: Her meanness was never, like, incredibly personal. Yeah. And, like, Buffy can be mean in a way, or is being mean in a way, that is just, like, hitting people where they live. And yeah, Cordelia's mostly just like, you guys are nerds, which, whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. And she can't even insult them properly. She calls them the three musketeers (laughs) When Xander points out that Stooges (laughs) would have been a better
0: Yeah, they're like, musketeers were cool. (laughs) Yeah,
1: musketeers are heroes.
0: (laughs) Did you notice that Charisma Carpenter seemed pretty sick in this episode? Like, No. Like, her voice was kind of off.
1: Oh, maybe that's another thing that did it for me.
0: Maybe, yeah. Like, I think she just Ah. had, like, a
1: cold or something. Yeah, that might have brought her down into more of a Buffy range. Because when she started talking, I literally did not realize it was Charisma Carpenter for a while. (laughs) So the segment Deliver Me from Teenagers, I know this is a teenage show. It's about teenagers, it's a teenage drama. I'm still gonna enjoy it, right? Like this is not the rest of my life
0: how huh. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. Things are gonna okay. get gonna get real. All I right. think we're That's still fine. we're still stuck in kind of a season one mentality at this point.
1: Yeah, this is a season one episode and I'm treating it as such.
0: Well, and like, and I'm not just talking about this episode, like it's for a few episodes at least. All right. I just promise you that we're going to shake out of it. Okay, But that's fine. I'm just not promising you that it's going to be, quote unquote, soon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. As long as I have some light at the end of the tunnel, I think I can get through this.
0: It's like I want to tell you how many episodes I think it's going to be, but I... <laughs> oh, no, don't. But I don't want to. I don't want to know. Yeah.
1: I, I need to have that hope that it's always just around the corner. Right. That it's going to be next episode. That's very important to me.
0: Good. I'm glad. Please continue to have that hope.
1: So Cordelia's called Buffy out on being a total bitch and then promptly gets kidnapped as Buffy walks <laughs> away from her very rudely.
0: Yeah, it's like immediate kidnapping. <laughs>
1: It's so immediate. They were very much ready for Buffy to walk away to kidnap uh, Cordelia. So yeah,
0: they snatch her and then take her to some sort of dark room. We don't know <laughs> where to That's exactly is. what
1: I was doing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what extremely dark place is this?
0: <laughs> and it's wherever it is, J. Cal's already there on the ground.
1: Yep. And if they had Willow and Giles, it would be like a favorite character medley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where all the bad characters were somewhere else, and all the good characters were here. Well, and ironically enough, that's what yeah, happens. I know. This was so prescient. I had no idea that was going to happen, but that exact
0: thing, that exact thing happens. I mean, for a different reason than the one you just gave, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's they
1: still have all the good characters together.
0: <laughs> oh man uh so the next day at school well first Buffy goes on a, you know, her standard you know walk through the graveyard every single night the same arrangement I go out and fight the fight to find that the uh master bones are MIA oh
1: no disaster then we get some fun stuff the next day with the Scoobies talking about how Buffy is probably possessed
0: <laughs> now that was some good Xander <laughs>
1: This was great, Xander! Oh. This is classic Xander humor!
0: Yes! Are we overlooking the idea that she may be very attracted to me? She's possessed. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, this is what I want from Xander all day, every day.
1: And as I referenced before...
0: I mean, why else would she be acting like such a B-I-T-C-H? Well, uh, I think we're all a little too old to be spelling things out. A bitka Yes. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, classic Xander.
1: It's such classic Xander. It's so good. Ugh. But yeah, Buffy shows up to ruin everything.
0: So we uh, bring up that Buffy died.
1: Oh, good. Dead Buffy, Buffy, death at count one. Yeah. one. <laughs> yep. I was not actually counting. I was relying on you to count that.
0: Oh, you know how I love to count things. Uh, she is wearing the angel necklace again. Yes, she is. In this scene, all of a sudden. Because I don't think she was wearing it before now.
1: Yeah, but then he showed up in a room, and how romantical is that? So is
0: that, or, is that what prompted this? Like, what, is that what the mixed <laughs> signals are about? I don't know.
1: I have no idea. Yep, so some really great stuff from Xander, some really terrible stuff from Buffy, yep. who is being very rude to people that are just trying to help her.
0: Yeah, in this scene, it happens to be especially Giles.
1: Yeah, She's being, poor Giles, man. Oh,
0: God. And he just...
1: Feels so bad for the G-Man. He,
0: he probably, like you know, was looking forward to training with her again. The summer's over. His slayer's back. And she's the worst.
1: Just terrible. But Peace Nye shows up to end the scene (laughs) Uh, and just has some great lines about how he really doesn't like Buffy.
0: Yeah. And how he likes smelling, I guess. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Like smelling. He can
1: smell the failure on her. Doesn't like Buffy. No. Uh, (sighs) Peace Nye's always good. He's good value.
0: Yeah, no, he has value added for sure.
1: The Scoobies agree to meet up later to talk about things and they're like, "Wait a minute. Yeah, the the master can totally come back with a revivification spell."
0: And Buffy's all pissed about this.
1: Oh, she's pissed about everything. I don't even care.
0: <laughs> Giles got that exposition. That's good. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, he, solid exposition. Yeah,
0: he he's reading something out of Latin, something about they need the blood of the person closest to the master.
1: So. And Buffy's like, perfect, my blood, everything's about me, 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 me. Like, she's really pulling a Cordelia.
0: Yeah, she yeah, she is. Yeah, she really is, man. She's all about that, Cordelia, this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, she mentions how they killed each other, so I'm counting that as dead count at two. And then... <laughs> um... this, this is
1: great. <laughs> they get a trap rock through a window.
0: It's... some
1: vampire <laughs> jackass throws a rock through the library window with a note wrapped around it being like, come to the bronze, totally not a trap.
0: And like, so this rock shows up with a bracelet on it and Buffy's immediately like, that's Cordelia's. <laughs> and you're like, is that something you would just know? Like off the bat? For some reason, Xander, it says something about them eating. Come to the bronze before it opens or we make her a meal. They're gonna cook her dinner. <laughs> yeah. Fucking classic Xander. And, uh
1: and yeah, Buffy stalks out being like, Oh, I can't take care of you people anymore. You can't come with me to the bronze. I gotta go to this obvious trap by myself. I'll be fine. I'm the perfect slayer. Huh.
0: <sighs> yeah, everyone and they're all like, Okay hey, Buffy, we're all getting pretty pissed at you at this point too.
1: Seriously. She runs into Angie whoa, whoa, on the whoa, whoa, way there.
0: Whoa, whoa. She runs whoa, whoa, whoa. into him, Dave. He's not lurking behind her, as is his way.
1: Well, she informs him that being stalked isn't a big turn-on for girls. And I have to think that, at this moment, Angie's just being like, wait, what? Oh, shit! (laughs)
0: Like, this is the first time anyone has ever told him this.
1: Fuck, what have I been doing for years and years?
0: He's been going about it all wrong. I mean, he's, he's confused. He's really old. Maybe when he was a teenager, stalking girls was the thing to do. I don't know, It man. must have
1: been. That is his move, typically.
0: I mean, honestly, it's been working so far, hasn't it?
1: Absolutely. Because, like, she was on That's board. all he's ever done, and <laughs> yeah. she was super attracted to him.
0: So I think that the, the key is to uh, stalk girls, but then also be incredibly good-looking. <laughs>
1: I think you can just do the second one. I don't think the first step is actually necessary.
0: We're not sure, though. We can't be sure.
1: (laughs) Right. Wouldn't want to draw the wrong uh, wrong conclusion from this.
0: So Buffy, for some reason, wants to fight him.
1: Oh, God. It's just turning into a giant mope fest on both sides.
0: He's like, I don't want to fight you. That's stupid. And she's like, you don't know who would win. Maybe it would be me. And he's like, I don't care. Don't you have somewhere to be? You're like guys. Yes,
1: <laughs> rescuing your friends.
0: Hi, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go into the bronze, and fake Cordelia is there. Oh no! It's a vampire
1: dressed up as Cordelia. So
0: obviously not Cordelia.
1: And they're like, "Oh no! It was a trap for the other people. Oh, We're no. done. Double and by trap." We, I mean, Buffy.
0: Mostly just Buffy. Giles gets that sweet, sweet riddle solved just in time to be captured.
1: Uh-huh, and this brings us into our final segment of the evening, a little segment that we call Plot Armor. Fate. Protects fools, little children, and ships named Enterprise.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: So there are two people that should have died at right. this point that do not die.
0: Oh, 100%. I had a problem with this as well, yeah.
1: One of them is the fake Cordelia, the vampire in the bronze who was there to trap or to distract Buffy and Angel. Yeah. And why was she even necessary? Why was there anyone there? You just wanted to get Buffy away from her friends. You don't need fake Cordelia dressed in Cordelia's jacket.
0: No, you don't at all. Wow. But
1: Buffy and Angel just like grab her, throw her on the ground, don't stake her, and are like, ugh. I guess it's a trap. We better head back or something.
0: Well, so this again brings up the question of how close together are the bronze and the school? (laughs) Because Buffy's like, wait here with this vampire while I go check the school.
1: You have established procedures for dealing with vampires. You stake them. Why don't you stake this one? Because she's plot important, it turns out. It turns out. We go back to the school and find the library has been wrecked up to shit. Again. Again. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Library destruction count is at two. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But left among the
1: rubble is a beaten up but
0: fully alive Xander. This was very troublesome. Yeah, no, he should be... Vampires
1: attacked, stole Willow and Giles, and were like, let's beat up Xander and leave him unconscious here.
0: For literally no reason at all. No reason!
1: They're vampires! They kill people! That's (laughs) what they do!
0: And you know what? They're like, hey, we don't need this guy for this little ritual thing we're doing. Why don't we eat him instead?
1: Yeah, no, none of that. They're just like, oh, too busy to eat. Or snap a neck. Let's just leave him unconscious and take our prisoners with us.
0: Also, this begs the question, how did they know who was closest to the master when he died?
1: There were vampires all around at that point, right? I guess some of them
0: knew... Had they gotten into the library? I guess they. some of them must No, must've.
1: but like, they were looking in from a few different places. I guess
0: they would have known that Buffy was up above. That makes sense to me.
1: How did they know that Xander wasn't close right? enough?
0: Right? That That's what I'm not really understanding. Oh, I guess
1: Xander was up above with Buffy. And he was Buffy with, he was he with Angel. Angel. Yeah. Yeah, after they saved right. her.
0: But, you okay. know, if I'm some random vampire and there's just, like, some people, I think I would recognize, okay, the Slayer's not here. But I don't know that I would say, oh, that Xander guy wasn't there. Right. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> No, it makes no sense. But both of these people are saved due to them being plot important, yep. basically. And we have not been jossed yet in this show. We'll be jossed hard in a few ways. <laughs> where characters die for less reason than this.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: It's kind of disappointing that both of these things are just like, ah, episode writing, blah, blah, blah. Done.
0: So you don't feel like he josted you with Jesse?
1: I mean, obviously he did. <laughs> I, uh, never forget. <laughs> I can't believe that I said that.
0: <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. You can't make oh. me.
1: <laughs> now I'm sad. I'm just thinking about Jesse now. And that makes me sad. In memoriam. Jesse, last name withheld.
0: Have we done an episode where we didn't talk about jesse i think so
1: i hope not (laughs) that would be a crime and a travesty
0: i think we might have anyways it doesn't matter back at the bronze
1: with the not cordelia vampire apparently it's okay to torture evil people because buffy full-on tortures this vampire to get information out of her in a way that should prevent her from giving information
0: it's literally the worst way to torture someone that you want to to make talk yeah.
1: Because she dumps her cross necklace <laughs> in the vampire's mouth yep. and holds it there. Thereby- sp- that, That's burning the mouth. Burning
0: the mouth. I mean-
1: How did she ever talk? I don't know. How? None of this was thought out well. It's fine. Whatever. I mean, Moving on. All
0: she has to do is croak out, shire, bags." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I saw where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, apparently, yes, she gets those words out.
0: <laughs> Wait, before we move on, I have something else to say. Oh, I' God, derailed. do you? Uh, yeah, so in this scene, when Buffy is being all horrific and tortury, obviously the people there with her are made uncomfortable by this, as they should be. But yeah. being the lazy person that I am, I gave them a couple name. And I called them them (laughs) Zanji.
1: Okay, I like Zanji, but I'm pretty sure you stole it from somewhere else at this point.
0: If anyone ever calls Angel Angie, I don't even know what I'll do.
1: (laughs) Forever shame.
0: (sighs) I'm So yeah, we get
1: a solid Shire Baggins out of this vampire
0: presumably and
1: the three people show up to rescue the good crowd who are all unconscious and hanging upside down over them master bones.
0: So like they're they're really hanging upside down like
1: yep. like suspended by the feet.
0: How long did they have to hang that way?
1: Oh man, filming that must have sucked.
0: Right? Cuz there's a pretty <sighs> good chunk of time where Buffy starts punching vampires and
1: They're just hanging there.
0: And, and, like, fight choreography is happening around them, so... Oh,
1: man, that must have been terrible.
0: (laughs) Doesn't it seem really terrible? Yeah. I just want them to have, like, stunt doubles for hanging upside down.
1: (laughs) Or just really, really good dummies. I don't know. But we do get a fight scene where (laughs) Buffy's fucking horrible plan... Her plan is, (laughs) I'm gonna kill them all, basically just works. (laughs) So she goes to kill all the vampires... How many? There are like what ten vampires? There's a
0: lot of vampires,
1: and she just shows up in the middle of them and starts fighting them.
0: So the main guy runs away to protect, like he takes Ao to to like get him yeah. out of the fray or whatever. So there's one less because like I mean Ao is not going to be doing any fighting. What do you think? Can Buffy fight a child? <laughs> do you think? <laughs> do you think that's gonna fly? <laughs> No?
1: (laughs) I absolutely think that's going to fly.
0: Right. But yeah, no, there's a lot of vampires and she just starts punching them all and none of them can do anything.
1: Yep. This is much better fight choreography than we've seen in season one.
0: It's so much more exciting. Oh my God. It's so much better. Oh.
1: And yeah, the editing is just way better done in this. But yeah, the plan works. She just shows up, starts punching all of them. And because we only have like five minutes left in this episode, everything is fine. She and makes that's pretty short work of them. Uh,
0: Xander yeah. goes up and <laughs> ends there hanging
1: Yep, hanging rescues days. all the good crowd.
0: And, uh, I mean, Angie gets his, his vamp face going and starts to fight a single yep. vampire, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. One. At this point, I'm thinking that being a vampire in Sunnydale has got to be really bad for your health statistically. Why are vampires still here? <laughs> They are immortal beings. Many of them have been around for hundreds of years.
0: And and they're like,
1: (laughs) to die? Yep. Is this a vampire suicide pact? They're like, hey, I'm tired of life. I'm going to go see if I I can find the Slayer. Because she's killed, I don't know, like 50 vampires somewhere around there or like on the order of.
0: That's a lot of vampires in one town. I mean, it could be that, so yes, vampires are being drawn here because of all the mystical nonsense, but maybe a lot of vampires are also being made in Sunnydale, so these vampires aren't very smart. Mm. I don't know.
1: Fair. Anyway, Buffy deals with the head vampire, the one that I don't think has been named, but gets a name in the credits, by lighting him out of fire.
0: He comes back with his sledgehammer. Cool, cool, cool. Uh And Uh he then tells her that he's going to make her into a sticky paste. Something, something rhymes with paste. And you're like...
1: It rhymes with paste? No,
0: he had a rhyming line. What?
1: (laughs) Your day is done, girl. I'll grind you into a sticky paste. And hear you beg before I smash in your face.
0: And then I was like, has he been rhyming this entire time? Did I not notice that he's been rhyming? D- Was he? I don't think so. But the line <gasps> that he says when he's after the sticky paste thing, because, well, so first of all, he says st- sticky paste, and you're kind of like, that's a weird thing to say. Yeah. And then the next line, whatever it is, the end of it rhymes with paste.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> this might have been a much better character that I just didn't pay any attention to. Or... This didn't happen at all. And it was just a fluke this one time.
0: Maybe, but like it it's just so easy to, to read a line and think to yourself, gee, that rhymes. I don't think I want that. Yeah. Waste? Anyway, I don't he know. shows
1: up. He shows up and Buffy's like, oh, gonna fight you, I guess. And just lights him on fire. Boop. Done. He burns up and He's goes away. He's
0: incredibly flammable. Yep.
1: Yeah, he gets real fired up.
0: Ooh.
1: He's been fired from his job.
0: Oh, but his light will
1: burn on in our hearts. <laughs> I think he had it coming a little bit. He was, you know, he was burning the candle at both ends. <clears throat> That's it. I'm done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. <sighs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, then Buffy grabs the sledgehammer that he dropped. Conveniently. And sees the master bones, smashes them up, and has a good cry about it.
0: She's like, try to get resurrected now, bitch.
1: Yeah, won't happen. Apparently, this is the thing that has been haunting her entirely and causing all of her bad behavior. Because after this, we see next day, Cordy's complaining about how all the vampire stuff stains <laughs> her clothes and it just never comes out. Which is perfect. That's what I want from Cordelia that in this on show. That is brand.
0: Yeah. She's it's also so wearing good. insane sunglasses. <laughs> oh, they're, they're crazier than Buffy's. I'm going to say it.
1: Oh, man, they are. Oh, <laughs> wow.
0: I don't know what they are. Yeah, the only the only real difference that I felt for, like, a major character, because, like, I mean, most people were kind of, yeah, playing the same tune as before, mm-hmm. but at least Angie, you know, was helpful for once. <laughs> he didn't just say, like, oh, you guys got That's this, true. right? He yeah. fought the vampires with them.
1: Yeah, he didn't just show up at the end and be like, good job, guys, you did it.
0: No, he came with them and then participated in the fight.
1: Yeah. So points to Angie and to Cordy this episode, I think.
0: Yeah, Because oh, Cordy is also it. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's much more likable. Maybe they were like, hey, if we're gonna try <laughs> to insert her into the group, we we better make her less horrible.
1: And be part of the opening credits. Oh, uh, Angel's part of the opening credits now.
0: Oh, uh, was he? Uh huh. I was not watching the opening credits,
1: clearly. No, I read this online.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I great. didn't pay attention either. No, I think I was typing, who knows?
1: Yeah, who cares? But now that Buffy's dealt with her emotional trauma, she is ready to apologize for being a massive dick to everyone around her for this entire episode. And everyone's forgiving her.
0: Yeah, they did forgive her. They did. Mm -hmm. Because they're better people than her, right? Yeah. I think that's what we learned from this episode. Did you notice her cardigan?
1: Yes. And it's impossible not to.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. But it's not even, like, it's tied around her shoulders.
1: No, it's, like, pinned? what, safety clipped? Pinned. It's pinned, yeah, I think. it's pinned in some way, with the arms wrapping around her shoulders, not over top of them, but around them. <sighs>
0: and then, the, like... And
1: it's a nice lime green cardigan. Just kind of,
0: like, flopping down in front of yep. her.
1: Now, I'm looking at this closer. hmm She has a different cross necklace on. Does she? Yeah. I guess prop master failure at that point. Sorry, I just went ahead slightly in the episode and saw Xander, and he looks like thirty. Because <laughs> I mean, he's, he basically—he's got a five o'clock shadow <laughs> at nine a.m. He's got his his uh, like golf shirt on <laughs> and his old person hair. Oh yeah, man, cause he's
0: yeah, you're, he's not far off, right? No,
1: uh, Xander. Xander. <laughs> But yeah, everyone forgives Buffy for being a jerk. And Xander's still a bit uncomfortable. Xander had a really good moment earlier when Buffy showed up and he was still alive. Oh, yeah. Where she was talking and like still giving him crap, I think. And he just fully seriously said that if she had let anything bad happen to Willow, he would kill her.
0: And you're like, holy shit, like this is intense. This is the most intense yes. Xander we have ever seen.
1: And that's the Xander I want. The Xander that has a deep emotional connection to Willow and has taken enough of Buffy's crap at this point. Yeah. That if she actually endangered Willow, that is not acceptable and has crossed a line.
0: And, like, who gives a shit if, like, Xander has a crush on her or whatever?
1: No, doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter at this it's point so because Willow is in danger. Yeah. Yeah. And so what if Buffy will actually kill him instead? Yeah. Like, that does not enter into his thinking. For he sure. will be furious. And he is super mad at her. And then this, like, Xander forgiving Buffy at the end of the episode works really well. He's still a bit uncomfortable around her.
0: Yeah, because, you know, they had a pretty a pretty intense moment there. Mm-hmm. That is interesting because only they know about it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. But maybe we can move on from here? I keep hoping. I keep hoping and it keeps not happening. We never move on from here. <laughs> But maybe now Xander's less into Buffy. Listen, Dave. Probably not. All will be revealed. We finish on Aww. some real sitcomy <laughs> piano music, so we actually finish on Ao Aww. in a cute little scene. A little AO. But we go away from the classroom in like this volume fade out on the dialogue and fade in on some super sitcomy piano music it's... that plays for a little while. Yeah, no, like longer than it should. Hey, I got a
0: plan. It's very much like Everybody's friends again music <laughs>
1: Yeah It does that job well <laughs> To its credit
0: I guess but no it is pretty jarring Because it doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't really fit With this show at all
1: no, and like the fade out on the dialogue is super strange. Yeah. Oh, it's all just bizarre. And then our final oh. final scene is Ao showing up in the place where they were gonna bring the master back yeah. and just saying
0: I hate that girl. <laughs> he's so cute and sinister. <laughs> yeah, you feel kinda bad for him, yeah. <laughs> even
1: though he's super evil.
0: I mean he's at this point he's literally the bad the only bad guy. Right? Yep. Yep. I mean, He's the only
1: one left. Yeah. They killed the other unnamed vampires.
0: They sure did. They sure <sighs> did.
1: And that's our episode. Pretty moody, pretty boring. It yeah. got really good reviews on IMDb. People love this episode. <sighs> I don't For know reasons why. that I can't fathom.
0: Like, it's a pretty middling episode.
1: Yeah. It's, def- it's definitely not bad. No. It's just middling.
0: Very middling. Like, yeah, even, even now, I, I just watched it, basically, and I kind of don't really remember what happened.
1: Because it's just season one, condensed with Buffy being shitty. Yeah. And tying up some... Th- it doesn't even tie things up from last season. No. I guess the only thing it ties up is the Master's bone still being around. But that was unnecessary.
0: Yeah, they could just have not ever done that at all.
1: Yep, yeah, that would have been fine. Yeah. This episode really didn't need to exist. No. But Whatever.
0: And going forward, I think we'll be able to pretend that it didn't.
1: Let's talk a little bit about the next episode that's coming up.
0: Okay, I don't know if, if the title is going to help you. I think it might. It's okay. called it on me. "Some Assembly Required."
1: Robo demon. No. It's not a Robo demon. No. Some assembly required. <laughs> IKEA furniture. <laughs> oh, the it's, the IKEA demon.
0: It's a lot closer, yeah. <laughs> what? No, it's not. <laughs>
1: God, how I would love to see that just flat pack coming alive.
0: So there's there's a thing I can tell you that tell me. M- it may jar your memory, but it also may ruin the reveal of the episode, Dave. I don't care. You don't care? <laughs> no. So this is like the Frankenstein episode.
1: Oh, oh, wait. I think there's a guy called
0: Adam. That's... Is this him? No. Oh, that's that's many seasons later
1: oh <laughs> isn't he some sort of franken monster
0: listen this is different
1: <laughs> oh is it
0: <laughs> no it is
1: we've had this witch that didn't turn out to be willow we've had this franken monster that didn't turn out to be adam <laughs> i don't know guys just skip right to the meat twists Why and turns at every
0: every uh avenue we get to
1: all right well we'll be back with frankenstein's monster i guess
0: so you remember uh, nothing no, because your no, first thought was... No, absolutely nothing. Okay, yeah. Again, it's not going to be super memorable, but that's okay. Right. That's okay. We'll we'll get to the, the good stuff.
1: Maybe I'll remember certain scenes, a la Ice Cream on the Nose.
0: <laughs> Just the one, I think, it's all <laughs> yeah. we can hope for.
1: Yep, that's the most we can get out of this. <laughs> Honestly, I don't have a very good memory for TV shows.
0: Well, and, like, we're talking about years ago, right? Oh, yeah.
1: 2009 for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. So, we will be back with that episode.
0: I don't think I ever picked a favorite outfit.
1: Oh, yeah, favorite outfit. Let's do favorite outfit, Michaela.
0: (sighs) This is a tough one. This really is. Nothing
1: that ridiculous happens. No. Outfit-wise. We get a couple high-waisted pants, but that's something we've seen before.
0: Yeah, but that... That like white tank top tucked into those green slacks. Mm, I think it really
1: emphasizes the slacks.
0: It really does. It really, and the tank top is overly large as well. Like it's really weirdly baggy. baggy. Yeah, Mm. and you're just like Buffy. I can see a lot of your bra that I don't want to look at, and I don't know why you just didn't buy a smaller tank top. Yeah, Eh, yeah. (laughs) that's fine. But yeah, that's my pick. All right. Good.
1: Good pick. Well, if you want to get in contact with us about anything we've said during the course of this show, you can reach out to us in the forums of our GeoCities homepages. <laughs> I am at geocities.com forward slash Silicon Valley forward slash tall. Michaela?
0: I'm at geocities.com forward slash Silicon Mountain forward slash king.
1: <laughs> Very Nice. <laughs> And don't forget to hashtag those comments, Welcome to the Hellmouth, so we know you came from the show.
0: Because, yeah, we get so much traffic through there that...
1: (laughs) At Geocities, We'll never know
0: if you don't tell us.
1: If you actually want to get in contact with us, you can reach out over email at bjavanu.hellmouth at gmail.com or welcomehellmouthpodcast at gmail.com. That link is in the show notes. And until next time, farewell Farewell from the the Hellmouth.
0: Hellmo. We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we know the names? We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you got the money,
1: honey, we got your disease.
0: Hell no.